This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. Dear friend, today's program was made with you in mind. We have for you the heart of the church, pillow talk, good music, and present truth. Please stay with us. It's time for the segment, The Heart of the Church. Hello, my dear friend. Welcome once again to your program, The Heart of the Church. Today, Wednesday, and we'll be looking at the power between Christ and the Word of God. You know, we have been looking at the significance of the Word with the interpretation thereof. We want to understand more as to how we can interpret God's Word. My friends are here to help me do that, and they are Frank Pokubuahin and Gloria Sebafo. Thank you so much for coming every day faithfully to help us. My name is Emmanuel Laye. We'll pray with Gloria before we start the program. Our Father Divine, we thank you for this opportunity. We ask that you be with us throughout our study. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So, looking at Scripture and Christ, we see some parallel uh, as the Word of God. Maybe I'll start with Gloria to give us the parallel between Christ and the Scriptures itself. Mm. The lesson drew interesting parallels between Christ and first that Christ was supernatural. Though supernatural, he was brought forth by human, by a woman. And that is the same thing with the scripture. Though the scripture is a divine book, divinely inspired, but it was um, finally produced through human hands. Yes. And then again, we see that Christ was born at a specific time and place, but his relevance, his essence, transcends through times, generation, and through all locations. Yes, and we find the same thing with the Bible. The Bible was written in, within specific times, specific periods, specific locations, but its relevance, its influence transcends all locations, all through time, and it goes, it transcends bodies. Yes, that is two parallels we can see from between Jesus Christ and then yes, the scripture. Interesting. That's very interesting. I I almost call him pastor. I'm saying also for, also for Frank. Maybe I should just call you pastor. Do you have some more parallels that we'll see in the yeah. lesson? The lesson is very interesting. The word became flesh and it dwelt among us. Jesus was flesh with us. He dwelt with us and the word of God is also living with us today. So that is an interesting parallel that we can also draw from mm-hmm, this day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think before we went, uh, you were telling me some more parallels apart from the the two you saw. You have any more parallels that you want us to know? Yes, that Jesus, he came in human form. Mm-hmm. Human form, as we know, is with so much, so much degeneration of sin, okay. yet he did not sin. and. The same thing is with the scripture. Though that though the scripture was written with, with with human hands in human language, but it was it is not subjected to those weaknesses that we find with human la- languages and errors. No, we don't find them in the scripture. 
Yeah, so Christ was without sin, though human. Similarly, though the scripture was written with human hands, it is without errors. Interesting. The parallels are very interesting because they help us understand the person Christ and help us understand the scripture that we, we are reading. Uh, can you close us with the last bit you had? All right. It is also very important to, for us to understand that even though Jesus Christ is the word which became flesh and dwelt among us, Jesus Christ is no book. We have to understand Jesus Christ is no book. But then, he is a divine being who lived with us. And so, the, uh, we must understand that the scripture is the foundation of our faith. It means that the scripture reveals Jesus Christ, who is ultimately the foundation of our faith. And of course, if you do not really understand what the scripture says about Jesus, we will not really appreciate him as the foundation of our faith. So while we draw all these parallels, we also have to take into consideration the fact that it, is, it forms the basis of our faith. Uh, if, that, that is what we started with. The, the Bible is our guide mm-hmm. and scripture is the foundation of our faith. My dear listener and uh, friend, you have to understand what we are doing here. The scripture is our basis for living and we pray that you use that also to be the basis for your living. We will pray with our Uncle Frank, uh, our Pastor Frank, as I said, as we bring the entire study to a close. Shall we pray? Oh God our Father, we thank you that you have revealed yourself to us in your word. We ask that you help us continually accept and go by what you have revealed to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And so we're coming tomorrow your way again with the understanding the Bible in faith. We need to take it in faith sometimes. And so look at that tomorrow and to inspire ourselves. Until then, our friend, have a wonderful time and stay blessed. Next segment is Pillow Talk. Hello, listener. This is Pillow Talk. Today, we are going to have a discussion on submission. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21 and 22, the Bible says that every woman, every wife, should submit herself to the husband. I have with me a panel that are going to help us to elaborate more about what submission is. I'm your regular host, Antoinette Amwaku. I have here with me Lydia and Florence Sebwa. Okay. I've already mentioned that we are going to discuss about submission. Angelina, please, what can you say about submission? Thank you. When we talk about submission, that's abiding by rules and regulations in the society, in the house, or wherever you find yourself. So, abiding by those things, it means you are being submissive to the authority. Okay. Definition. All right. And then to add to that, that's to accept. When you are able to accept all rules and regulations, 
and to ensure that there is peace. Okay. That go by submission. Okay. I also believe in um, putting the interest of the superior person ahead of yours. Okay. Um, for example, if you are in a relationship and as you said, the Bible says wives should submit to their husband. Okay. If you submit to your husband, it doesn't mean he is Lord and you should bow down, but rather you put his interest first before yours. Okay. So what are some of the features of being submitted wife? Yes. Yeah, I want to Angie. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> a wife who submits to yeah. the husband is not a nagger. Yes, the person doesn't ask. Okay. Anything, she finds time to inquire and find out before she talks. The submissive wife doesn't talk too much. She is a listener, not a talker. Always wants to listen more than talking. So that means that when supposing uh, your husband or your partner, um, the contribution that he makes at home is not anything that you have to write home with. Do you, because the Bible has said it, that means that you have to be so submissive and be going along his way so that things in the home Never. will be not no, pleasing. You know, when the Bible talks about submission, it doesn't say you should be into as a quote and unquote, you should mm. be a fool or you should accept whatever comes your way. No. Okay. When you are submissive, you think of the interest of that person. You think of the well-being of the entire family. So that even if he says something which you think is not right, you don't just accept it. But you have a, your own way, a nice way of coming up with your idea in such a way that he will not be offended or none of the family members will be offended. But then you put up your version, which is the other way around. So you don't just accept anything because you are submissive. Madam Florence. Yeah, I wanted to add that in a nice way that to ensure total peace in the house, total harmony, you can submit. So when you submit, there will be total harmony, total peace in the home. I'm coming to you again, okay. uh, Madam Florence. Um, submission in relationship as a wife. Can we can we can we put it in another way so that as a wife, your your work or your way of being so submissive to your family, your house, or your wife and your husband, how 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 would that be? Well. I'm in the house, in the home. Just as mommy said that, you have to plan. Mm. You have to plan. You have to know much about your time too, so that your time will not affect the other person. Mm. And your plan also will not affect the other person. Okay. So if that comes, then it ensures that there is peace. Just as I said, if you want to submit, you have to ensure it goes with peace mm. in the house. Okay. Your husband can never be bored of when you are in your absence, that my wife is like this or that. When he or she is, when the husband is not having peace at the house. Sometimes when you tell your family that you are traveling, you see the kids are happy. Because hmm. they don't want to meet your presence in the house. Okay. So if you are submitting wife, as we are saying, then there should be total peace in the house. Okay. 
in your relationship should be affected with that peace as well. Yeah. The Bible also puts men at the forefront of everything. So come what may, women, we came after men. But it also doesn't mean that, as I said earlier, that you control to everything, whether good or bad. Mm -hmm. But we should also acknowledge that God gave them that position. Yes, we cannot overtake them. So we are partners. We are partners. Yeah, we don't we have to go ahead of the man. That is what we should also do. Angie, do you have anything to add to what I have said? It's all is enough. All right. Do we have any benefits of being submissive as wives in the home? What are the benefits? She mentioned one. Almost, almost, almost. Always in the house. Yes. And more to the point, you are being loved yeah. by your partner okay. all the time, including your kids. When you have one, okay. you always love you because you always need peace and therefore other okay. kids. And also, through that, your kids will also emulate you wherever they go because you've started it already. So they are going to follow your footsteps. Okay. Therefore, it helps the kids to, to be groomed through submission. All right. And you so know, it doesn't only take place in the home. Yes. When we go to society, go out there in churches, we are supposed to submit to what God tells us through our preachers, through our pastors or our prophets or whatever. So when you learn to be submissive, you obey rules and you don't have a problem. Yes. Wherever you go, whatever you are told to do, you know how to obey when to do what and doing it at the right time so that you don't have problem. Normally those who are not submissive, when we start schooling, we end and then you see that they couldn't end with us or they ended with nothing good to write home okay. about. So if you are submissive, naturally, it, it, good things will come your way. Mm. Definitely, good things will come your way. And, and then, then to add to that, too, when you are submissive, eh, you'll be accepted in any society. People will love you. You'll be accepted, your kids, everybody around you will also be loved. Okay. More to the point, yeah. job opportunities is part okay. of it. You should be recommended by exactly. someone okay. who knows okay. who you are yes. and how, and how that is it. to recommend you for, for others. Okay, okay. So uh, from what you have said, it makes a typical reference to Proverbs chapter 31, verse 10 going. Yeah, if you read all this verse up to the last, you realize that that wife, the woman of the house, people at the gate with the husband rather talk about the wife at home because of what she does yes, for the family yes, yes. and does not bring disgrace to no, the no, husband. No. Yeah, but from this, let me ask this. There are other times probably you don't have assistance, like someone to help you, and you have to take care of the children, you have to do all the household chores and other things. So by the time you go to bed, you are almost worn out. And you know, at bedtime too, so many things happen. So how do you relate yourself with your partner because of the situation you find yourself in before uh, during the day? I remember Auntie Florence mentioned planning. Yes, yes you have to plan. Working mothers of today, we have limited time. But we still have to work within that limited time to achieve all that we need to achieve. So it all boils down to planning. Okay. Because of the time, we will end here and continue next time. So thank you very much for all, your, all the contribution that you have made towards right. this no important problem. topic.
when we come your way next time, we will continue with the roles of being submissive. That's what you have to, the role you have to play at home and um, as a teacher, as a trader and the rest. Thank you for listening to us. Dear friend, we would like to receive your feedback. So call us on the number plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine. You can also email us at the address Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa.
we have another segment for you, and that is Present Truth. My brothers and sisters in Christ, I greet you in the name of the Lord God Almighty. I'm happy to have you once again on this special program, The Present Truth. I'm always excited to see you. My name is Pastor Quenin Boachi. Can we have a word of prayer? Oh Lord, we are so thankful unto you for our hearers. Stretch your mighty hand upon each and every hearer and bless them for us. As we open your word, we plead for the presence of the Holy Spirit. Come and saturate here with your presence. Thank you so much in Jesus' name. My brother, my sister, today I want to speak on the topic, You are the salt of the earth. You are the salt of the earth. So beautiful. You are unique. God has blessed you. And that is why Jesus Christ wants to compare you with salt. Very nice ingredient, a powerful ingredient. But you know what is happening to us? By sin, all of us lost our connection with God. Of himself, of ourselves, we have no power. No means of salvation. But in Christ Jesus, all of us are brought nigh unto God, the Father. And that is why you are so special today. God says, you are the salt of the earth. You are the salt of the earth. Pray God for that unique characteristic that the Lord has given to you. Why salt? But as you go through the beatitude, very beautiful. He said, Jesus Christ opened his mouth. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for they shall inherit the kingdom of God. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. You see all the blessings. The blessing can become yours when you are a salt. When you become salt in Jesus Christ. Without becoming a salt, you can have these train of blessings. And that is why it's so important that you accept your uniqueness in Jesus Christ. Why salt? First, number one, salt makes food palatable. There are poor and friendless people in this sin-stricken world. I believe you can make them joyful and happy by providing for their social needs. And that is why God is saying that you are the salt of the earth. Number two, salt preserves food. You can make people's life become different. Now look at what is happening to our youth. Many of them are drinking. Many of them are smoking weed, cocaine, tramor, and what have you. And these days, you look at the challenge of the youth. They are being absorbed by these social media and even they don't have time for themselves all kinds of fornicatory acts god is saying that you can preserve the life of these youths my friend my brother my sister god is saying that you are the salt of the earth you can change their lives through prayers and also by reaching them with the word of god you can preserve their life the third aspect of salt Number three, salt melts ice. If there is accumulated ice, salt will be able to melt 
eyes. Many people are annoyed. Many people are hurt. Having broken hearted. Having broken heart. Sad. Because of challenges that they are facing. And they are going through. I believe you can change their life. You can help them so that they will be able to have zestful life. Joyous life. You are the salt of the earth. Now when you look at the ingredient of salt. You see sodium and chlorine. Metal and non-metal. Chlorine is non-metal and sodium is metal. The metal aspect of the salt is Jesus Christ and non-metal aspect is human being. So if you combine our effort with mighty Jesus Christ, you become a formidable force. You become salt. A powerful force that can change life on this sin-stricken world. You are so special. You are the salt of the earth. Accept it. Accept it. God bless you. God bless you. Shall we have a word of prayer? Oh Lord, we are so thankful. By comparing us with salt, making us unique in Jesus Christ, we plead that fill us up with the power of the Holy Spirit so we can turn this world, transform the world for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We would like to hear from you, so call us on the number plus 233-5015-61849 plus 233-5015-61849. You can also email us at the address AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com you can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Belle. May God bless you.